Noble 90s in online game store. D&D, they got that and more. And if you think out of print games are nice, shop Noble Knight, cause they've got the best price. And if you got gaming products to sell, then Noble Knight will buy them as well. So go to the place where gaming's the bomb and head over to noblenight.com. And don't forget to tell them the Tone Show sent ya. Welcome back to D&D V&G. We got a special mini episode here. Mini-sode. As I'm sure many of you know, the Sword Coast Legends game comes out. And if you've pre-ordered it, you had access to the Head Start. You definitely had access if you pre-ordered it. And maybe you checked it out. We all pre-ordered it. We just got finished playing a game that Alex created. He created a module for us. The three of us and Mike Shea went through that. And uh, we just want to give our initial impressions on the multiplayer mode. Because right now that's the only thing available. The uh, the single player is not available on the Head Start, which probably makes sense. I don't think they should give that away. But hey, guys, we uh, we just played the game. Hey, Alex, Vegas, Greg. How Howdy. are you guys doing? Okay. Um, hey. Pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I uh, had. What did you guys think? I don't know. I'm not. Have fun. I yeah. Had, I had a vehicle to have fun with my friends. I'd say it was successful. I mean, I well, fun. we could have sat around and just talked, and I would have had super fun. But I don't. Yeah, we could have played Settlers of Catan. <laughs> yeah. No, because then we'd all hate each other. Yo, give me those sheep. Um, but you guys don't hate me after that? <laughs> no, I think no. that's fun. Those... Except for those traps around Vegas' body the one time. I hate yeah. you a little bit for that. But I, could, I should have said traps everywhere then. You should have. Then I wouldn't have hated you for it. Um, right. We're previewing <laughs> Sword Coast Legends. I'm going to get right down into it with my opinion of the multiplayer preview they gave us. I've been excited about this game for months, and I think it sucked. <laughs> What the hell? Oh, I, uh, I, I'm not really happy with it either. I was all day Friday at work. I was so excited to get home. And once I jumped in, I wasn't really, I'm not enthralled with it. It's, it, it's a four party person game where you will control one character and that's not fun. I had the same problem with Dragon Age Inquisition that it just, you're just waiting for your cooldowns to go away. And then you're just doing the same attacks over and over. It's like an MMO. It really is like an MMO. Or what do you... Wait, wait. What do you think, like, how do you think... How do you expect the abilities to be, though? I don't know. I just thought there'd be more tactical usage of it or maybe more in-depth strategy within the game. But it just isn't really working for me. Let's be fair to the game here. Uh, We played a preview of it. It only let you play... uh, a certain uh, percentage of the game's content. We didn't have any access to single player. We were only playing the multiplayer mode. You want to describe how that worked, Rudy? Sure. So there are actually two different ways to play it in in this preview. You can either, actually I would say three. You can go through what's called the dungeon crawl, where the game will randomly generate a dungeon for you, which is actually really neat. You can choose the enemies that you want to face, like their, their... their category 
You can choose to give yourselves a few quests. Another thing is you can use the Dungeon Maker mode to make your own like campaign or a handful of quests. In this case, Alex made sort of a, a dungeon level. It was really one dungeon, and it had several floors, so we went through each floor, and we fought different bosses. And at the same time, Alex was the Dungeon Master. He was dropping more enemies for us to fight. He was dropping down like little pieces of flavor. He dropped, you know... Here's a dinner table. There's a delicious dinner in front of you. I don't know. He was being silly. Bunch of chickens. Bunch of chickens for us to look at. We are kind of silly, though. Yeah. I mean, to be fair. And then just everyone else controls one character, and you go through it for a max. Maybe it's low-level D&D, too, that low-level is always not as fun. Um, I have a level 6 character. That's a little bit more interesting, I guess. But it wasn't just the gameplay itself. Like, if someone... Uh, you can take me to town on the gameplay. Sure, Greg. And I, I guess I don't really have a response for why I didn't like it from a pure mechanical standpoint or anything like that. But there's just so many other things that I'm like, wow, this should be in here. But it's not. Like, you can't trade items with other players. You can't trade gold with other players. You can't... Like, the camera... The whole camera system is just really awkward. Yeah, I agree with all that. And I... I will argue that the gameplay is not great. It feels like a clunkier Diablo. Hmm. Well, it's round-based, and that's the big difference between this and Diablo. It I is round-based. I think the perfect example was, you just mentioned it before, Dragon Age Inquisition, if anyone's uh, played that. Just the way nothing. even... You, you haven't played it before, Greg? Nah. Yeah, so Sorry, just the way... Just the way it's been set up, even like the characters' skill trees, uh, where you every class has access to like I don't know, maybe seven or eight skill trees that are you get a couple points per level. You then choose an ability from the skill tree. It branches off into multiple other abilities, uh, and then you spend points to you know spec out your character in different uh, different styles. That's the exact same thing in Inquisition. They are party based. You know, they're designed as party based games. The multiplayer for Inquisition, you're one character for this, you're one character. And, I mean, I personally don't hate it. It's not, like, the greatest, most enjoyable multiplayer experience. Because, really, I feel like when you're playing multiplayer, it's not as much for the gameplay. Like, I was jumping, I was really excited for the multiplayer because of the whole playing player module experience. Like, the gameplay is passable. You know, it's not the best. It's not, you know, it's not nearly as fun as Diablo. I've been playing a bunch of Diablo recently. (laughs) It's no Diablo. But... It's not terrible. And if, I mean, I understand if you're someone who's burnt out on MMOs or just never liked that style of hotkey gameplay where you wait for your cooldown, then you use it. Then you're not, you're not going to enjoy this. It's not going to change your mind. Like, but that being said, I did do a couple stuff as uh, one character with three. I put, you can add in NPCs and run dungeons, so you control the actual whole party. And you can mm-hmm. even, you know, you can pause. I enjoy that a lot more. But I'm also a huge, huge fan of tactical RPGs like that. No, I like those too, and maybe that's what it is. It's just these don't these games don't translate super well to multiplayer, where everyone controls one character. Yeah, I think if I was controlling my party and pausing and making decisions, I would have enjoyed that a lot better than the multiplayer experience, where you kind of click on a guy and sit there while your character attacks him, and every 45 seconds or so, you can use a hotkey ability. Uh, I do think that the battles are very kind of lame, too. There's not a lot of character arcs. You know, there's not a lot of... Um, you mean like um, 
forgive my ears. Character bark is like uh, sure, just like shout outs and exactly. Stuff. Just when characters Flavor. are fighting and they'll say things. There's maybe like three per voice, and there are four voices. Again, maybe mm-hmm. this is a thing that they're holding back content because it's just the head start. I really hope that's the case because you will like go crazy hearing the same thing like you'll pay from the enemies or what is it someone says um we don't get paid to stand around or something i must have heard that at least we don't get paid by the hour we don't get paid by the hour something they were making sure we knew (laughs) every 15 seconds the player characters are saying that yeah it's very frequent and there's not a lot of variety there it's like a bad spider-man movie tie-in game (laughs) And I will say one other thing that annoyed me is that the characters, and this is such a nitpicky thing, but when the characters cast spells, they don't say magic words or anything. There's no vocal component going on. It just happens. (laughs) It's just like, I remember Baldur's Gate, and I loved that the characters would, you know, move their hands, and they would say magic words, and their voices would get this kind of echo to it. And I always remember thinking, wow, that's really cool. That's, That's magic. That's awesome. They don't do that. I don't know. It's just something I wish was there. I mean, uh, the I, I loot agree. system. Uh, oh, that's worth mentioning. Yeah, well. the loot system is very annoying. When a monster dies, uh, you can click on its body to take its loot. And if the people you're playing with do that before you, there's no rolling to decide who gets the loot. There's no trading items. It's just you click on the body and take the stuff and it's yours. It's a little strange. It's some very... Of, like, uh, some of the stuff that's not in there that I don't expect to be in there. Missing mechanics that are present in uh, modern games of its kind. Yeah, I don't know. It was a little hard to read things sometimes for me. Um, but then I noticed, only after we finished actually, I randomly went at the video menu and noticed that it had, I guess, reset my display from... Full, like 1920 by 1200 down to 1024 by like 768 or something. So that's probably why it was so hard. Oh, it automatically, it didn't set to your actual native resolution? Well, it, it was before the first time I played. So I don't know. Maybe like a couple of random little bugs there or something. But so I can't, I don't want to say that it was hard to read based on that because it wasn't in the right display. So I'm not sure what you guys thought about like reading where people were, what the enemies were and whatnot like that. Yeah. It's hard to differentiate between the character model. Everyone kind of looks the same because you're so high above them. Yep. Did you zoom in at all? No, I did zoom in, and it still it felt like the armor and the weapons weren't really readable from a distance. Like, I had a Morningstar, and I switched to a club, and I could not really tell that I had switched weapons. They looked exactly the same. Yeah, Which okay. stinks, because this is one of those games where every piece of armor or equipment you put on, it's going to change right. your character model yeah, in some way. Good. Which I love, but you're not seeing a lot of that during gameplay. Yeah, I'm just, I'm really curious, like, I wonder kind of what the... I'm really super curious to compare this to when the full release comes out, because it'll be interesting to see. So did they... Like, when was this build ready, and then it got QA'd, and then, you know, in terms of how that process went, I wonder what what we're going to see that's different. Yeah. You know, because you can't say, like, you can't look at it as, I mean, I guess you could. It depends on how much extra they kind of ten, 10 days, right? 10 days? Yeah. can't imagine there's a lot they're going to add. Well, with 10 days, that's not necessarily the whole story, right? Cause yeah. This could have been a build from There might be a first day, day patch waiting, too. 
I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what, if you look at the Steam community forums, the majority of the comments on this game's uh, besides the plethora of bug complaints, which you would expect before yeah, a pre- launch. It's a pre-release, whatever. Yeah, yeah that's and that's fine. But the the critiques of the game, there's a lot more hate for it than there is love, unfortunately. And I really think as a PR move, this head start is not making the game look good. No, it's definitely... I'm, I'm really surprised that they did it. Yeah, well, it's probably... Especially with the whole Steam... Yeah, they did delay it, right? They were trying to yeah, make up they for that. Yeah, they delayed, so they're trying to keep their promises. I don't, I don't fault them for that. I can understand why they don't want to do that. I know, but the fact that the single player is probably going to be their best part, maybe I don't know. We'll see. And the fact that they couldn't showcase that during the head start. I mean, to me, the entire thing is though. Like I said, the combat I don't really mind as much. It is kind of a disappointment just because the entire creation dungeon master creation and you know player built modules and playing as the oh, dungeon yeah. master Alex why don't you speak to that and the process of making a dungeon you made a module for sure. you made another one I did I did make I made two modules I mean the first one was kind of just a test one then I made more a little more in depth one that you guys played mm-hmm. uh, I mean really it was just one guy gives you a quest and then the 3 4 dungeon with named <laughs> bosses on every dungeons but most importantly I had them link like to more quests. Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. The system, like, it took me a bit to figure it out, and that's fine. You know, I've expected it to yeah. be complicated or to it's figure an out. Editor. And there are also a lot of bugs in it. It's just, it's very limited. You mm. can't really add many flavor, like, NPCs. Like, for example, when you have, like, a quest giver, you can maybe ma- write, like, five sentences, like, maybe 200 characters. Probably not even that many for your character to explain the quest. And then the NPC or the players themselves, when they talk to that NPC, they only get two responses. One is we accept, and two is like no, not now. I think that's a build thing, though. I think that will definitely be fixed. I hope that's a build thing because I was really looking forward to you know making conversation choices and like you know I'm not saying I would do that, but the banter, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I me spending three hours on a creation thing was like a record for me, but. I was really looking forward to some awesome community-made content that could rival, like, really... I mean, there's, I'm sure there's someone out there who was had a whole crazy campaign planned out, and that would, like... If they gave us an extremely good dungeon creator or campaign creator, then that would extend the life of this game so much. But what the tools that are there seem very limited. Uh, you can't have just... Like, just quests themselves. I had a lot of... This could be just be bugs, but... I had multiple triggers on characters for like a mm-hmm. quest character. They wouldn't work, so I had to separate the triggers onto multiple characters. Yeah, so um, you, it was like you kill this guy and it unlocks the next portion of the quest. You couldn't do that. You just had to yes. kill him and then... Dungeons themselves, uh, the layouts are completely randomized. You can't move rooms around. You take a layout and then you put monsters in it. And you just like, if that's a layout you don't like, just re-roll the dungeon and hope you get a better one. There's like you you can set a couple parameters like the size of the dungeon, the complexity and the tile set, but you can't actually move r- the locations of rooms around. Uh, the same with the creature sets, you can only put two types of creature sets per dungeon tile or dungeon floor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's kind of it's not as much as I was hoping you'd get. It's definitely not Never Winter Nights level customization. No, not at all. Not even close. There's got to be, come on, a full release. It's got to be more than that. 
I know. I mean, I, yeah, it's hard to say because it's a hard start, and I can't imagine. Like, did they directly compare this game to Neverwinter at any point during promotions? Do you guys know? Did they? Did yeah. Because um... I mean, I've always felt like this seemed like, oh, it's a big, you know, it's kind of a successor to Neverwinter. I don't know if they've said that, but that's always how I've gotten the impression. And just to have something so inferior would be insane. I'm hoping, you know, Head Start, maybe they just didn't really want to release the full in-depth tools. Because at the end of the day, it's only a weekend. You can't make a great campaign over a weekend. So There are some modules made by uh, N-Space uh, employees, and, like, they weren't... You know, they didn't seem like they had extra tools. Yeah. I feel like they, they would, you know, it would have, if they had extra tools, they probably would have had at least one module uh, that really, you know, showed off what you could do. But I didn't see anything like that. We accept. Yeah, it's it's weird to, uh, again, release this game, which I imagine is going to have a uh, pretty significant effect on the PR for the actual release a couple weeks from now and the content you're playing is player-made content with a weak editor. You know, I think a lot of it has to do with the hype behind all uh, behind the game, you know, all the E3 awards, all the talk, and I'm surprised I don't see more comparisons in a lot of the stuff I've read to Dragon Age Inquisition because this is basically the same thing but with an overhead view. What do you guys think of the character classes and the ability trees? I was really surprised i don't know i thought it would be more and this is just based on my old kind of conception right i thought it would be more i suppose strict to fifth it definitely had the right flavor though like i'll give him that um for me at least the abilities and everything i was i couldn't figure out how to stealth and then alex told me that as a ranger you need to take the stealth skill to stealth um so it's kind of weird but in general, the skill trees didn't seem bad. I liked having points enough that I could choose things without, you know, every ability cost all my points. I like that I got a few that I can kind of play around with, like, oh, do I want to branch out more? Or do I want to delve deeper down into this tree? So that was kind of cool. What There's about the, overall... the variety and the balance of the abilities? I know, Greg, you were saying that, oh, this oh. Hunter's Mark thing that this ranger had is it's yeah. incredible it's game break yeah but it's also hard to assess you know we yeah. only got up to level six so yeah but i mean that this tundra's mark ability that Rudy's talking about it makes them take plus 50 percent damage and uh it seems like it makes them vulnerable to everything you hit them with which for you know monsters with immunities like we were running into could seem like i don't i don't know how you can have a party without that so that was the only thing that I saw that seemed super duper OP though. I liked that there were shared classes, shared trees between some of the classes too. Well, there's some D&D precedent for that. I actually really liked the entire skill system. I mean, I think it's a good way to, I mean, you're not going to bring the D&D rule set to a game and make it super exciting. It's a way to make this more available or approachable as a single player game. Obviously it doesn't work for everybody like you, Rudy, but it's... Uh, it's a good. I feel like it's it's a definitely a needed step, and you know they did. Like I said, I felt like it was a direct copy of Dragon Age in the way the trees are set up. But I mean, I mean, Dragon Age was an original with that. So and how many how many ways can you set up skill trees? Like, what am I missing here that makes it a direct copy? Yeah, I don't know what a direct copy is. Well, <laughs> the way, yeah, sorry. Uh, it's just like tree. the exact. Yeah, true. The one thing that really makes it similar makes me feel like it's similar though is in Dragon Age 2, you do have multiple classes 
that also like share certain abilities like dual wielding is shared between you know fighter ranger in dragon age it's shared between fighter uh, rogue uh so so yeah you're right direct copies i'm giving i'm making it seem like dragon age is an original game uh, which it is not uh so i apologize for that comparison a little, a little not correct but if you are expecting this to be like a D rule set like there, i think there's going to be people disappointed because it is so far away from you know any from fifth edition it's going to be completely different i agree with you alex there are a lot of complaints in the forums that the skill trees and the system is not D&D enough for them, and you're always going to get those kind of complaints with a D&D game. Uh, yeah, but I agree yeah. that the translation to video game requires those kind of adjustments. You can't. You just can't do it. If you yeah. want a video game, it needs to have video game aspects. A direct translation would be an awful uh, game. Uh, I, Neverwinter Nights? Guys, we played this yeah. a few months ago. I will say that I probably enjoyed that more than playing uh, as a person. Yeah, in but this even but as a Neverwinter Nights was not a direct translation either. It was, also, it was a lot closer. It was closer, but direct is not the same thing. They made concessions as well, I think. Just different ones. I think the the kind of gaming of the day leans more towards yeah, the things that Short Curse Legends did and the choices they made. So it makes sense to me that they would make those choices. I just think that RPGs also, since Neverwinter Nights, have broken into be more mainstream hits and uh, you want to make a more approachable type yeah. of game for that. So, it's, sure, you have a lot of vocal people complaining about how this is a not that fun, or, you know, not true to D&D, but I'm sure if you stick with a D&D, you know, complete conversion, it might not, you know, this, this allows them to have a better chance to catch on with a bigger audience. So you're not going to have as many people complaining that the D&D audience is, or is vocal and they will be complaining, but mm-hmm. I'm sure you probably please more people with this type of, or at least a, an effective style like this than a, a direct conversion of D&D. What do you guys think a person who plays this game and goes then sits down and plays the tabletop game will, do you think they'll be really surprised and really confused by what they're playing? Yeah, that's a fair point. I don't think they're going to have any I don't think they'd have much of a connection sitting down at the table. But I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just curious yeah. if, if a person who played this first then said, oh, this is cool. I like this world. I like Faerun. I don't know who you are, person. Oh, <laughs> wow. And then decided they wanted to go play the tabletop. They would not Pretty be... Pretty going to get <laughs> They would not be um, particularly prepared or, or familiar with what they're, what they're playing. You know, that's kind of a that's kind of an interesting question, though, mm. because I wonder what the... Who's the audience for this game? You know? I'm not saying that they don't know. I'm saying, like... I think it's more folks who love D&D and want to play video games rather than the reverse. What do you guys think? No, I agree. I think it's, oh, do you I think it's the RPG audience, to be honest. Really? Like, I mean, I, I spent a lot of my time playing with a friend of mine who's, who knew nothing about D&D. I had to explain to him, like, hey, your stats don't really matter unless you have them in even numbers. Like, you need to look at the proficiency modifier. Like, I was explaining D&D things to mm. him. Like, he's 
recently played Dragon Age Inquisition. Pillars of Eternity came out a couple months ago. It was a pretty big hit. A lot of people played that. Like, tactical RPGs are kind of making a comeback in the past couple of years. And this is a perfect time for them to bring in that audience. And you might have, you'll have a lot of people who know what D&D is, because Dungeons & Dragons, it's a name that people up. know. So they can check it out, and maybe they'll convert over the, you know, it'll give them a little more desire to check out the tabletop, but it, you know, you're bringing in a video game audience. You're expanding the brands. You know what I think it is, Greg, is I think the people who have been most vocal about how excited they are about this game might be the true D&D players, the people who played Baldur's Gate, which is a very good conversion, the people who played Neverwinter Nights and are expecting that kind of a thing. And I think these are the same people going to the forums who are so upset. You know, you've got two audiences here, and if I was Sword Coast Legends, if I was Endspace, I'd probably be trying to cater to that RPG audience, like Alex said. Unfortunately, that's going to get, you're going to have a lot of upset people on your forums, but when you look at the bottom line, you want to sell copies. You're always going to have upset yeah. people you on want, your forums. You want so. positive reviews from Polygon, <laughs> you want positive reviews from GameSpot. Yeah not from D&D guy number 34 or whatever in the forums. And just imagine if, like, Baldur's Gate 2, pretend it you know, never existed. Imagine if mm. that came out, you know, with things like to hit Armor Class Zero. Like, that would be so confusing. So confusing for most people. <laughs> most modern RPG players. Yeah. Well, we're all lovers of D&D, and we look at the game through that perspective. But mm. just looking at the game through the perspective of modern rpgs from what you've played so far do you think it stands up against them you know i think my issue is that i don't find it very very fun <laughs> i hate to use that word but as a single player a single character controlling experience i am interested more in the single player i know this is the strange thing i'm always mr multiplayer but yeah when i think of, of dragon age one and how much i enjoyed that this is going to be essentially the same thing. Now my, you know, my interest is I'd love to partner up with someone in the multiplayer and do two two characters each. So I can still have that other person to play with, but go through the campaign and still control more than one character. You know, a lot of the things that made me frustrated about the early access were just like were just kind of weird polished things. The camera system being kind of hard to move around in. Just like little gitches starting the game. The loot. Not, yeah, the loot. I wanted to talk about the loot. The trading. Too. You know. Like the items you pick up and everything and how there's no inspired and boring they are. And it's oh, like, and there's no system in place to share. It's yeah. just first come, first serve. What are, the, what are the, I don't know, what are the one through four items supposed to be? But even then, fifth edition magical items are special, you know? Oh, you mean even the magic items we got. Exactly. Like, everything is, like, special. One of my favorite parts of Baldur's Gate is getting that funky sword that talks. Like, <laughs> magical items in Dungeons & Dragons can be really, really unique and awesome. And they're just, like, 10% yeah. necrotic resistance and stuff like that. I mean, and but that also seems, like, cool that magic items would be more of a single-player thing. That's yeah, my expectation. I got a really cool magic item. I don't know what you guys are talking that about. That I found. You did. Thanks, Rudy. Hugs and kisses. I think uh, it's to compare it to other modern RPGs. You really like the multiplayer. I thought was going to be the thing that separates it and makes it super unique and amazing and cool. But after Doesn't playing it, that way now. yeah, it's really kind of disappointing. Unless they were holding back a lot, or they plan on improving it at some point in the future, then I don't think the multi. I think the multiplayer is going to be a non-factor. So that being said, I think the gameplay is good. Uh, 
I wasn't I even as controlling a party like I enjoyed Pillars of Eternity more, but that's more of a I know there's some people out there who really didn't like Pillars of Eternity, so people might like this one better. So if the single player campaign's good or you know really really good, it could, you know, potentially be seen as a, a strong RPG. We're 10 days away from this game releasing. I want it to be a success. I want single player to be great. I'm skeptical from what I've seen and played so far. The only thing I would add is that don't let the 10 days... Uh, maybe I'm being too optimistic. Um, or maybe I'm, you know, not not thinking about it right, but I wouldn't put too much pressure on the 10 days. We don't know when this build is from. We don't know what, you know, where exactly that falls. So 10 days is not an absolute number. Just because the, the, the full game comes out in 10 days doesn't mean that this is... The full game will be this plus 10 days. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't know so, when the build was. I mean, it's uh, definitely... it's. But why would they would, release something that's missing a lot of features as this hits? To, I don't know. Just to, to give people something yeah. to play? I don't know why I'd give them a build that well, doesn't. They're, maybe they're just confident in their product that just to make people happy. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, we're in it. I'm not going to, you know, obviously I'm not canceling a pre-order mm-hmm. or anything. It's something I if I if someone if I had a friend who was like really interested into it, like before they had started, be like, oh yeah, buy it. After they had started, I'll be like, just wait and see what you know people think of the full release. Yeah, I think that's mm. that's what I'm gonna say too is to wait and see how the reviews are for the single player story and what people think of that. And um, yeah, still so real excited what, for that. Yeah. You mean what you think of it? Because because you're gonna talk about it. Yeah. Well, I'll, no. I'll, well, I mean, we're not gonna talk yeah. about it for a while. I guess. So. So, so yeah, we will eventually review this within yes. the next month or two. Yes. So. <laughs> and I mean, maybe stream it more. I don't know. Yeah, we'll stream it more. Keep an eye on our Twitters. Keep an eye on the Twitch channel. That's the underscore tome underscore show. Everybody, what's your Twitter, Alex? Where can people follow uh, you? Twitter, yo underscore Alex Basso, where I will retweet things from other people. Especially James no, telling me how I never tweet for myself. I, you, won't re- you won't retweet I, anything. Retweet. You I retweet. Oh, I retweet all the time. I won't tweet anything. No. You can catch me at nts underscore qpop. Vegas Lancaster. On Twitter at Vegas Lancaster. L a n c a s t e r. And Vegas is, you know, like Vegas. I am at Rudy Basso. R u d y. B-A-S-S-O. Thank you to Mike Shea at Sly Flourish for yeah. playing with us. I had fun. Yeah. It's... We'll see. <laughs> I uh, had the first two hours that I played the game, I thought were really boring. And then when I played with you guys some more this evening, uh, I thought we had more fun with Alex goofing around with the DM tools mm-hmm. and things like that. But I think the gameplay itself is pretty boring. All right, thanks for listening. We'll see you next month. Birthright, the Gorgon's Alliance. Catch you later. Bye. Ciao. Thank you.